Once upon a time, uh, long ago, in what may seem like a galaxy far away, that time before MapQuest or Google Maps or Waze even existed, if you can imagine such a thing, my younger sister was driving alone from Boston to our home just north of here in a town situated on the east side of the Hudson River. She was enjoying the drive. It was beautiful countryside. She was listening to music and she came upon a big bridge crossing a body of water and she thought to herself, what a beautiful river. She continued to drive for another uh, good amount of miles till she began to see signs for Pennsylvania. And she realized that way back then, she had actually crossed the Hudson River a while ago. This was not where she intended to go. She had been sincere and intentional in her desire to get home, but there was no way she was going to get home unless she did one thing, unless she turned around, which is what she did. In other words, she repented. Now, I don't know what the word repent brings to mind for you. Uh, for me, it's often the cliche cartoon character standing in Times Square with a sandwich board saying, repent, the end is near, or some other doomsday message. Uh, hardly good news. The image suggests judgment and maybe worse, a judgmental spirit and maybe even a touch of craziness. But repent is really a word that has to do with direction, with the way we are headed. It was a word that John the Baptist led with, as we heard in this reading for the second Sunday of Advent. Now, you may have noticed uh, that John the Baptist did not mince his words. I've yet to meet a, meet a preacher whose opening line to a sermon was to call his listeners a brood of vipers. It is not exactly what I would call a church growth strategy. And he was talking to a group of really religious people who I suspect thought they were headed in the right direction. Maybe they even thought that they were the ones who would define that direction. No doubt John the Baptist got their attention. He eventually lost his head over it. But before that happened, the ministry of John the Baptist was about pointing folks in the direction of Jesus. In the history of Western art, that is how he is often portrayed, arm extended, finger pointing to Jesus. The great theologian of the last century, Karl Barth, wrote volumes on every topic imaginable. I don't think he ever had an unexpressed written thought. He did so working at a desk, the same desk, day after day, and over that desk hung a reprediction of the Grunewald altarpiece. The original of that altarpiece hung in the chapel of a hospital for those who were dying, victims of the plague. And in the center of this altarpiece is a picture of Christ on the cross in the particularly gruesome style that Northern European art seemed to perfect. But off to one side is John the Baptist in his crazy clothing with his right hand, right arm extended, pointing to Christ. 
Karl Barth kept this picture of John the Baptist over his desk. Every morning, Karl Barth would wake up, read the newspaper, and stare at this painting. Before he would teach theology or write, Barth would meditate on the painting, particularly on John the Baptist. And he said that as Christians, whether we are a theologian or a pastor or a teacher or a parent or a doctor or a storekeeper, storekeeper, our job is to be is to be the pointing finger of John the Baptist. The only thing we should do, the only thing we can do, is point to Jesus. Bart described this scene painted by Grunewald as the sum of all history, from creation in the past to eternity. He said that we are all that pointed finger. He said that within that finger rests the weight of salvation. So in this Advent season, a time of contemplation, we are called to take a look at the direction in which we are headed. That may mean that in ways great or small, we need to turn around. We may just need to hang a U-turn. Said another way, we may need to repent and return. We may need a new sense of direction. In this season of Advent, we are called also to follow that pointing finger towards Christ, towards a deeper relationship with him, within, with him whatever that looks like. We are called towards a fuller imitation of his love, whatever that looks like. We're called to a greater acceptance of the grace that he came to offer, which is what we celebrate at Christmas. Beyond that, we are also called to be that pointing finger for others, for those close to us, for our big and beautiful and broken world, pointing beyond ourselves to Christ where love breaks in. So let me leave you with this question. What will the calling of this Advent season look like for, look like for you this week? As you take some quiet time in your reflection on your own direction, ask God's Holy Spirit to guide you in that journey. Take advantage of this contemplative season for the kind of reflection. Let us find a way in the word and in our word and action in our lips and lives to point to Jesus who is coming into the world full of grace and truth. Maybe we can start each day of this season meditating on John the Baptist and asking ourselves, how might I point to Jesus today?